0: as you hear the soul-inspiring stories that call you forth into creative action. Let's get to the soul. Welcome, Amy. We're in the wild, wealthy, and well-known soulpreneur group for day eight of the Sacred Calling Showcase. We both are early riser, her a mom, me just like the sun. Oh, you look so cool with your kitty and your blue. How are you today, Amy?
1: <laughs> I'm pretty good. Yeah. I had a very fun but productive day yesterday. Sundays are kind of like a work day for me where I see a lot of clients and stuff. So, yeah, I'm feeling that sense of like, oh, I did a lot of things yesterday that felt really good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I love that so much. Like, I'm just like getting into what I'm receiving now, but like, I made a post about how we structure our work weeks. And it's not about doing it like me or doing it like Amy, but it's about like, oh, you know, you know, you take clients on Sunday. It's a beautiful day. It's the day of the sun. <laughs> so we we get to work with our own rhythms. And so it feels like you feel fulfilled. Like, oh, I yeah. Did well, I,
1: well, I took it at my own pace. You know, I wasn't on anybody else's clock. I was like on, like you said, my timing and I took little breaks. I, you know, had little do something else for a bit and then come back to it when I was stuck or not sure what to think about like writing something out or anything like that. Cause I've been working on my course, my online course. So it's seeing clients yesterday and then working on my online course, the curriculum, and that's a creative process. So you need a little space to, you know, meander.
0: <laughs> I love this so much. we just pop popping right in. I'm, I wanted. <laughs> it is still early for me. But let me introduce Amy best I can and then I'll let, her talk about herself for her the people out there because once we get rolling we we have a lot of amazing tips and things to share but amy she graduated from the conscious creative business Emergent, i think yeah 2022 the beginning of it she was already an amazing facilitator and traveling the world and i met her in the mountains on an island in the north of norway the sun was not going down <laughs> we were having a grand old time like I think of those days as our gathering days. And like, although we were giving, we were also gathering a lot of knowledge to be the women that we are today, who takes on clients, who is developing a course, you just put out a podcast. So I will let you introduce yourself to the audience as well and let them know a little bit about you and what you do.
1: Right. Yeah. So thank you. I'm a, hannah somatic educator and i usually say that and people are like what's that because it's not a very common thing to be um before i was a hannah somatic educator i was a yoga teacher and that's what i was doing when i was you know on that island with you i had been traveling the world teaching yoga for several years and then i discovered hannah somatic education right actually around the same time that i had discovered yoga through my father who's just this major catalyst in my family for all kinds of healing (laughs) and uh I didn't really think anything of it and it didn't really seem interesting to me and then many many years later after I was traveling the world teaching yoga I had a lot of pain going on in my legs and hips that was just so unbearable it was starting to kind of like take over my consciousness and take over my life and so then I realized that I already had a tool which was Hanna somatic education I started doing these movements multiple times a day to decrease the level of tension and pain that was in my hips and pelvis and so that kind of sent me down this path of learning more and more about somatic healing. Um, and I've, you know, continued my education. I've become a Hannah Somatic Educator through the Novato Institute for Somatic Research and Training. And I took a somatic yoga training. So I also teach somatic yoga. But I feel like the the, the foundation piece here is people being really connected to their bodies and, and feeling this sense of belonging and also control within. Because when we can't control what's going on within, of course, we try to control what's going on externally, right? We try to control other people. We try to control our environment because what we really want to feel is a sense of control over ourselves.
0: Oh, thank you for sharing that. I've been talking about this recently too. And I feel like all of us out there doing cool work in the world, especially if people have come through the business immersion or connected me in some way, like we're receiving these downloads at the same time. I mean, we met really in a vortex of wonderful energy. I live in a vortex of wonderful energy, but we get these downloads and it, it, I'm returning myself back to the inner world first. And it's been a part of my program and part of my own personal development. But also as we develop business, there are things we we get to output. There are things we actually get to create that live, but without the inner work, <laughs> it just is like... It, people spin their wheels of like, why am I not creating? Why am I not moving forward? Why? And, and it's for me, I work highly with the subconscious. And I was thinking when you were speaking of like the good parts of the subconscious, like people think, oh, subconscious. And there's these naughty things in there that are holding me back. But there's these things like the golden shadow that live in our subconscious that we actually would get to awaken through the body, through your work, through my work, through being around different people who are doing the work, it kind of activates us to receive these downloads as well. So thank you so much for sharing. It's such a beautiful thing you said about working within. And you just created a podcast. Tell us about that.
1: Yes. So, um, I developed this concept free your Soma and that's the name of my business. It's also the name of my podcast. It will be the name of my school as I'm developing my own school. And, you know, for those of you who are not familiar with Soma, Soma is not just your body. It's your living experience of your body. It's your consciousness. It's your spirit. It's your essence, as well as your biology, your memories, your past experiences, your energetic imprint. It's all of it. It's just this more holistic term for our body, our vessel, right? So free your Soma is a podcast where we talk about somatic awakening. I invite, you know, other somatic educators, or just other humans who have gone through some kind of transformative process where they've returned to their soma, they've returned to their experience from the inside, they've recognized it, they've honored it, because it's going on all the time. But like you said, it's mostly unconscious. And so these stories of somatic awakening, um, I'm combining them with practical skills and knowledge and, and things to do to actually create a more somatic life for yourself. So the podcast, its whole title is Free Your Soma, Stories of Somatic Awakening and How to Live from the Inside Out.
0: I am so like in awe. It's so amazing because I'm sharing your story and sharing all these women's stories that came from a place of like yeah, doing like pretty cool things. Like no one's knocking our time and in the islands in the north of Norway and the sun does not set I was writing songs but like taking developing a podcast in a whole school like that is a that's the that's the next level that's an elevation that's a rise and I'm so privileged to see see you on that rise when you developed your radiance program so I wanted to kind of give a clue for the people watching like where were you before you decided to kind of go all in on yourself, and what helped you to like make that decision and change?
1: <laughs> well, I was kind of—I wouldn't say I was like in a rut, but I was—I was—I had gotten very comfortable doing the job that I was doing. Um, kind of a little backstory here: I stopped traveling the world to come back to the United States and help care for my grandmother at her end of um, life phase, um, and then I met my husband. I got married and I had a baby just like boom, boom, boom. How it kind of all happened within like a year, year and a half. And that really changed not only obviously like my biology, but my consciousness, I was very focused on like safety and like having security. Right. And so I got ended up getting another caregiving job. And I was working that job um, for several years. I mean, like three or four years, I was working that job and it wasn't fulfilling. Like when I was caregiving for my grandmother, that was like real caregiving where I was like helping this like dying person, like, you know, live and be, and, you know, transform into like their next level of experience of, of consciousness. Right. It was, it was very deep, very like confronting work. This next job was like, I was driving around picking up takeout and cigarettes for a person who was yes, like also needing care, but wasn't really letting me Mm -hmm. provide actual care for them. Mm
0: -hmm. And I realize
1: now like how compromising that felt for me internally as a healer to be delivering and doing things for someone that I could see were part of their like cycle of harm to themselves, you know, and that was kind of like hurting me inside to be to be doing that for money. Um and so when I ended up <laughs> seeing all of your posts on Instagram and I was like, and because I've been watching you for a while, you'd been going through this transformative process that was like, you know, shifting and changing like the way that you were expressing yourself. And I was like, wow, like what's Christina up to? Like sounds like she's up to some really juicy stuff.
0: You drinking and the I Soma? Thought- <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like she's, she's doing something like really big. Like, I'm not sure exactly what it is, you know, cause I was totally, I took like the pandemic, I took completely off from social media. Mm. So the whole development of this like marketplace for this kind of work and for programs and for courses and for entrepreneurs, I was actually like totally blind to it when I signed mm. up for a discovery call for you with you. Mm. Like I would, I was just like, I didn't know anything about like this stuff. <laughs> I was just like, well, I know Christina and I know that she's a pretty rad lady. And, you know, if she says this stuff can work, I'm going to go for it and try it, you know?
0: Oh, I love that. I love that so much because what I see from you in the way that you show up, it is so authentic. And if we have to battle all of these kind of notions on what we're supposed to do on the social media and in marketing in general, because podcasts are actually not social media. And YouTube is actually not social media. So what I'm doing for people is like, I love social media. I love Instagram on both ends as a consumer, watching people dance around (laughs) and as like a deliverer of a potent message. And so what I help people do on social media is like show up on a stage or show up to the altar that is a place of expression. And what people don't realize is like they can create a podcast. They can create a, um, a group where it feels more of a community rather than these notions of what social media has to be and we're actually in charge of the change on them and it's like oh if this is a place that is a free tool that basically is an amplification of my message because I can stand on the corner all I want and share about what I do and I do and I have called in clients from talking about what I do at a coffee shop because that's the important piece is so like you have developed a message and kind of moved through fast because you've got great success in the business immersion. And I saw like, I when I think of like, when I say or create a post, that's like, what is the three characteristics of my most successful clients? I think of Amy. And it was that you're just like, you see a block and you take it through your own process of like, is this serving me? Is Should I think that social media is harmful. What are my values? I don't value cigarettes. I don't value harmful things. I value like things that move us forward, bring us life, talk to our soul. And so because you do your, you walk your walk and talk and you actually bring yourself through your own program, you like money wise, you had like beautiful success, but I also saw the fulfillment of it all like the just like we get to do this <laughs> we really get to do this oh my goodness thank you thank you social media thank you all people who decided social media was good <laughs> and you now created a podcast do you want to talk a little bit more about like what were some of those blocks like because you moved through them fast but did some arise in your field when you started putting yourself out there
1: well, obviously like the social media block, like there was a reason I took a break from social media, like right during the beginning of the pandemic. Like I would say that a lot of people could relate to this. Like my feed was just full of a lot of negative energy. It was a full of a lot of fear and, you know, intensity and kind of ugliness. And maybe that's not true for everyone, but it was true for me. And I was kind of just like, Oh wow. And I was getting sucked into it. I was like checking that, like, I don't know, they had a, you know, running tally online of like how many COVID cases and it was like real time, like watching the numbers rise up and like everybody like thinking the world was ending. And I just realized that like, this was not healthy for me to be in this, in this way, but taking that break from it and then stepping back into it and then seeing, you know, someone like you, like using it to spread a really loving and powerful message for liberation. I was like, okay, so maybe there is a dark side. But there's also the light side. there's also like what we can use this tool for, and so it helped me like you know seeing you and what you were doing and being part of the um business school immersion, I started to really feel and see how this really is a tool, and you know you can do whatever you want with a tool <laughs> It doesn't have to be like for harm, it can be for the good of the world, and so that that was, a, that was a breakthrough that I had where I realized like, oh, I want to be part of the energy that is, is counter to that darkness on social media. I want to be putting out a message that is about liberation, that is about self-love, that is about empowerment. And that felt really good. It was like, oh, I get to create instead of just consume and like take in and be like bombarded by all of the stuff that's on social media. I get to have a say of what's out there.
0: Oh, I love that. Something that has, um, like stayed with me is this notion of as above, so below as within, so without. And so when I see like the algorithm of social media, like when I was more in my thoughts around, um, yeah, the kind of like swirling, worry, doubting thoughts, which live and they still live, they still have their place. They still come up to be seen, kissed. And like, I decide how I walk in the world, but I would see the, I was worried. So then I would see worry and, you know, for good or for bad, like the algorithm creates this bubble of like, now I'm like happy, positive cats. Like I'm like in love with your cat. Like I love my cats. (laughs) I really am one of those ladies that watches cat videos or my friends send me funny, funny memes. And it's like, Ooh, that's fun too. And I've like I just unfollowed anyone who ever said anything I didn't like. And people might say, oh, well, you're like creating this bubble where you're not like a part of the world. And it's like, well, don't tell me what I do and don't do. <laughs> because we actually have a full life. And I actually don't have to share everything on the internet. So I share what is powerful for my people because that's my mission in the world. Mm-hmm. And I share my story often because I, I tend to be a more open person. But what I, tell to my people who are like my work in the world actually has nothing to do with me, um, that they don't have to share. And I know that you had some powerful stories that were like, Oh, can I be sharing this?" And It looks like you are just like, yep, I created a safe place where I'm going to share these stories. And we wobble for a moment and we get to, that's the process of going like, what is important to this story? And if I can share a story about me that helps someone to see, um, themselves in their rise, then I will. But like, we also get to have private lives, (laughs) which
1: is totally,
0: how do you feel about that?
1: People sometimes think when I've shared certain stories, they're like, oh my God, how like personal, how vulnerable, like, I can't believe you shared that. And then at the same time, I'm thinking like, whoa, like I have way heavier stories actually, but (laughs) like, I'm telling you this because I know that, it's really important to tell our stories so that people know they're not alone, so that people know that you can have triumph even over like the darkest times in your life, that you can come out the other end, like, okay, you know, and and not just okay, but like thriving, you know? And so I think that stories are really, really powerful for that. And something I've, another little block that, you know, at one point it was going on when I was in the business school immersion and you were really helpful in changing like my mindset about it was this idea of like, okay, I've just shared this really like, you know, personal story, you know, of something that happened in my life. And now I notice that like four people have like unfollowed me. Like that was too much for those four people for whatever reason. Right. And I was upset about it at first. I was like, really like, butthurt. I was like, why what what's wrong? Like, why do they not like me? Like, you know, and then I had some conversations with you. I had some conversations with like other friends of mine who, you know, are like really good at just like unfollowing whenever they need to, because I'm like too sentimental or something. I rarely unfollow anybody. So I didn't get it. I didn't understand why someone would do that, you know? And (laughs) I came to realize I'm like, that's good. That's good because I want the people in my audience who really wanna hear my truth who really want to hear like the, The download that I have for them. And what I've found is that it's a really nice balance. Like, yeah, people are going to unfollow, but people are going to follow too. And people are going to send messages. I've gotten messages from people that are like, I'm so inspired by what you shared. Thank you so much for sharing that. And then tell me their story or, or sign up to work with me. Like I've had really positive feedback. And so those people who unfollowed, it's just like, no, I don't even need to worry about that. I don't need to like make that an obstacle in my, in my sharing, in my, Expression.
0: Mm, Thank you for sharing that. That's so helpful for everyone watching because it doesn't matter what level. Like, I still sometimes I I try not to do this at all, but looking behind the emails and the unsubscribes, and when I know the person and I'm like, but then I realize, oh, this is very interesting and deep. Like I'm torturing myself right now. (laughs) I know it's gonna bring up a little girl old wound, and I'm doing it on purpose like i have control over my hand and where my eyes look <laughs> so i've gone to this like next level of like how sweet like baby girls got a kink around suffering and like, and be, and, but it's like, it's like a way to activate the little girl so that the little girl can have that healing and noticing. And so now that I know that I do the inner child practices regularly and daily, and I'm like, Oh, what does my little girl need? Okay. She just wants me to do my best. Okay. (laughs) She wants, you know, and that I am reparenting myself and it's, it's so gorgeous. And if I didn't like, like if I didn't have that little wound emerge <clears throat> and then the consciousness and awareness of where, what it's really about, then I would just keep slowing down. So like we would stay slow, just like not wondering, like not knowing why we're not sharing our boldest truths Um, if we didn't have that experience. So I'm always, when somebody like is in that place of, you know, I care, like I care about my follower account, you know, I, I, I deliver the similar message of like, hmm, you're in the perfect place because once you move through this to the other side then you're free then you're really free when you're free to share your story and not worry about your follower account it is it is so amazing i do not have a large following i have a big message and a and a big business i have great numbers as far as numbers go Because I don't see my clients as numbers. And my goal is to help my clients. My goal is to bring in clients, take them through my program, help them best I can. That's my intention. And that leads to higher revenue months because like a follower account doesn't matter.
1: (laughs) You might even notice people engage, but they don't buy. Well, and also follower account, you don't know how many of those are bots or just like guys who think this chick is hot. You know what I mean? don't care about her message. Like I actually went in, it was very liberating. I went in and like went through my followers and I deleted like 150 followers at one point. This was like a couple months ago. Cause I was just like, I want everyone who's on my, who's following me to be someone that I believe is actually like interested in me like the full me, not just like, oh, she has cool hair or like, oh, she's, she's sexy or something, you know, like whatever it is. I wanted the people following me to be like my team, you know, and I deleted a bunch of bots and I deleted a bunch of like rando guys, you know, um, not that, you know, guys couldn't be into my message too, but sometimes you can just feel like from somebody's profile, you know, but anyway, like I deleted like 150 followers and I don't even have like a big following. And I was like, it was like kind of scary, but you know what? I've like in three months, I've already gotten more followers than I had when I deleted 150. I've like gained more followers. So right. it just was a demonstration to myself that like, I have like the, the say of like, who's listening,
0: you know? Yes. <laughs> and that's more important than the numbers. It's so amazing. I love how you said it's like your team. It's like, when i accept people who like and comment who will never buy i love them as well they're welcome in my space if they have both our best interests in mind but anyone in my space that wants to troll me or disagree with what i have to say it's like it's not that kind of stage actually it's not that kind of stage where i'm actually caring what people who are not um who do not have Both our best interests and mine have to say, and I made a post about this the other day. It's like, even people who I don't teach on cold DMing, I teach on attraction methods. I teach on having a message that is clear, like you do and and bold and real so that people, when they do follow you, they are like affected and changed and they're brought into their desire for your offering. If that's a transformation that they want to go on. So it's really clean. It's really beautiful. So. Like, uh, when, even when people have a pretty good intention, but they've been taught by marketing gurus to like friend someone and then message them. I'm about to make a post y'all like watch out for this, but it's like three ways you can eat my butt. (laughs) I'm trying to be a little more savage. It's like you can eat and it's my astral butt and you can eat my astral, butt. I think it's kiss my butt. Maybe I'm not that. I am being old now because we're in tucked in my little group. And, like people already know I'm weird, but it's like <laughs> if you have friended me just to sell me something, and you the first thing you do is message me just to sell me something. I mean, if you got something free for me, sure, cool. But like, I don't even I don't have time to even pay attention to those messages. It's like I'm here for I'm here to share a message, and I don't I I don't actually need any more like friends like I'm open to friends but like then like come be my friend <laughs> what do you have to offer me if you're off in my inbox and sometimes I've reached out to people got this hit like share this like sh- this say this interview for somebody you know like this is a free gift for someone this is karma yoga here we created this for you and then I might share it to someone like just get that intuitive hit wants it whether they what they do with it is fine but like if you have just befriended me simply to sell me something. No. And so I don't teach that. I don't do that. I don't recommend that. (laughs) Talking about social media.
1: The attraction method just seems to be like the way to actually get that fulfillment on your end too, because then you've attracted a person who is actually valuing, like fully valuing what you offer, not that you had to convince of anything. And that's been a huge thing for me because I, you know, I had this block um, for a long time about Hannah's somatic education because nobody's ever heard of it. You know, I'm like one of like maybe 300 and some people in the entire world who's certified in this specific somatic method. Even other somatic educators haven't heard of it often and like are super fascinated by it. But the block that I had was that because people hadn't heard of this, it, ha- it didn't have any value. And so I was seriously, I was teaching like classes at, you know, yoga studios and stuff where people were like, I don't know what this is. It's like, kind of like weird, slow yoga. Like, I don't know. And they were paying me like 20, 30 bucks a class, you know, which was like half of what I got teaching hot yoga. Right. And. I was taking it. I was just kind of like, yeah, I guess I'm just this like weird person who does this thing nobody's ever heard of. Then I had this awakening when I was reading your posts and I was thinking about like, how could one market this? I was like, wait, if people haven't heard of this, it's super effective. It, you know, solves a major problem, which is muscular tension and pain. This is actually making it super high value because it's not, there's not a lot of it out there you know, and I, you know, know how effective it is. So that was like a switch that went off in my head. And it's great because now like there's a local um, studio, there's a local Pilates studio that invited me. It was a, well, the Pilates owner was a client of mine. And she's like, this is so powerful. I want more people to have access to this. She's invited me to teach a course there. And guess how much they're paying me per class for like a local in-person class. A lot more than 30 bucks. <laughs> $300 a class. <laughs> Beautiful. I mean, I set the price. I told her that I was like, well, you know, I live in the mountains. I come down once a week. You know, this would take you know for this amount of time and like the effort that I'll put in, like it, I won't take any less than three hundred per class. And I never would have been able to say that to anybody like two years ago. I would have been like, oh, I don't know, like what do you think it should be, you know, or something. Um, What are your other courses cost? And instead, I was just like, this is my energetic boundary on the price. And you know what she was said? She was like, oh, of course, sure. She was just like down. I mean, she already knew the value and the power of it, which made it easier. You know what I mean? But but yeah, it's been really powerful to take that kind of ownership of my skills and step out into the world with that like energetic boundary and say like, this is a value. My time is really valuable. I'm very experienced at doing this. Like you are going to get results. Therefore, you know, there's a boundary of like how much. And I mean, it's a little there's, you know, I've done like for certain clients, I have had like a little bit of sliding scale, like a little bit of wiggle room. You know what I mean? So there's still that part of me that's like open to giving, but it feels really good also to just be clear about my worth. Right.
0: Oh, I love that you said this because like, as I'm more and more talking about the characteristics of my most successful clients, hello, you're witnessing Amy, which is like skyrocketing and the power of these containers. It's like, She's been through the container like, oh, like maybe a year ago. We started three months and now this, it, it accelerates. It's like it, it expands for always because of that one awakening. Because I'm speaking to people now about helping them to raise their price. And you didn't really, you were like, you had that awakening and then you did. And you didn't have so many wobbles. You're just like, and you have one of the more higher end prices. And it's like, yes, because it, if you have that, knowing that what this transformational work is so much, uh, we're on the leading edge, you and I, of like rem- reminding people that their transformation is the most important thing. And especially you work with pain, like if you can help the body relieve pain really fully in this alternative method, it's like, we must stay on mission and share it. And we must be highly valued and going from $30 to $300. It's like, This is really you're witnessing from the inside out how you raise your price. It's not like you just slap a new price tag on something. You the inner work of going, oh, I this is so valuable to people, and my I need to be well resourced. I need to be able to, you know, revisit my trainings. I need to be able to only doing this. (laughs) Like I cannot be like running around doing something that isn't in alignment with this because when we are in our best we are better for our clients. You had that awakening early. You came out the gate with a very beautiful price. And when you have a beautiful price, you actually get to work with less people. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think that's more nourishing. What would you like to say about that? Like your kind of clients, like, how much fulfillment and fun it is to work with your people.
1: Oh, it's so much fun. I the group that I have right now is just amazing. Like every single person in that group, like really wants to be there. They're, they're so excited to learn the things that I'm sharing with them. They're being transformed by them. They're telling their stories like every week of like, this happened, this happened. Oh, I feel this change in my body, you know, like, oh, and and then the other person is going, oh, I'm having that too. You know, because they're going through this process with me. As a group that is cohesive, like they all really wanted to be there. And I love that. I love working with people like that versus per- somebody who, like, isn't really sure about this and, like, you know, isn't invested and, you know, it kind of needs convincing, you know, or a lot of like hand holding. Like, I've attracted the clients, and I think my price is part of it. I've attracted clients who want to show up and do the work. And that is so much better (laughs) than than all of the clients who are only halfway in the door. And, and I do feel like the price is, you know, reflective of that. When someone puts thousands of dollars down for transformation, like they're going to show up and get it. They only put like a couple hundred down or something like maybe they will maybe they're a really like self sufficient person, you know, like I'm one of those who would probably just show up and work really hard, even if it you know I wasn't like really invested but but, yeah, the investment makes a difference in people's minds. It makes a difference in people's like energy that they're gonna output to get the changes going, right,
0: right. I work with so many people who are like, oh, it's not about the money, I want to help people, and I'm like, you still need a better price
1: <laughs> you still right. okay. how are you gonna live like how am I gonna live running around town? you know, for 30 bucks a class, which is barely like breaking even at the end of the day when I think about like, you know, childcare or, you know, gas in my car, you know, like, and I'm supposed to go run around and teach like what 40 of those classes a week in order to live in California. Like wow. that is not a good use of my time. Like how I'm not going to show up to that class, like calm and centered and like beautiful and like providing this healing energy. I'm going to show up like frazzled and kind of like a little bit like deep down, like a little bit resentful. Like That's not good. Nobody likes that. (laughs) (laughs) right? Exactly.
0: (laughs) Oh, I love it. So it's for them. It's for you. It's for the benefit of the whole. And this is what I, if anybody's watching and they're like a little bit afraid to raise their price, it's like, how is this the best? for everyone involved, for you, for your children, for your future children, for like your neighbor, your your grandparents, like seven generations back, like you can can find a way. And it's definitely beneficial for your people because people who are stretched a little to like go, okay, this is something that I'm really putting myself in. Just like you said, they show up and they share. They're a part of something bigger because money is simply a it's an indicator of what we value and your people are valuing their bodies, their health, and they're valuing the container that you, you have intentionally created because you came through a program, which was all about intentionally creating this offer. And I wanted to mirror too, of like, like price is a part of that. Like you said, it's a part of that, but why people are able to see that your price is valuable is because you don't hide on the internet. You show your, What I talk about sometimes is hiding in plain sight, like people be create content, but if they're not actually talking about their offer in powerful ways and the work that they do or their processes or their stories in like powerful ways, then people are, they might look at the price and they might still need convincing. But because you go out there (laughs) and you create a podcast and you're like, hey, these are some stories here. This is what this person's been through. These are testimonials. Like people have said, oh, like, if I have a big follower account, won't people know that I'm good at what I do? And it's like, no, they, know, they only know if you, show.
1: <laughs> if you show, if you show
0: testimonials, if you show clips of like have a Q and A, like if you tell stories, like that's how they know. So you're doing that. And it's like the perfect combination. So everybody out there, like
1: three characteristics, <laughs> follow Amy, like watch what she did. And it's about the body. Like oh, you yeah. take yourself through the work. And, you know, I want to just say one last thing about something that you have talked about multiple times here on this podcast about me today, but something that I also see in my clients and that, you know, you can probably relate to this too, as someone who has developed a somatic, you know, awareness within yourself of your internal world and how it's interacting with your external world, right? But doing this somatic work, like the the, the methods that I teach and and watching what my clients are getting from this It is what helps me and enables me to share freely and comfortably with confidence. It is also what streamlines my blockage, I guess, elimination, like those blockages that I talked about, about social media, about being liked and followers and all this stuff, right? It's like 10 years ago, maybe even just five years ago, I would have been struggling with those things and running myself in a loop for a lot longer. But now because of the somatic work that I've done and what I see my clients doing, they're reporting moving through these uncomfortable feelings in their body, these fears and anxieties, the inner child work, the, the difficult stuff, they're moving through it way more efficiently. They're just like, they have it come up. They're there with it. But then instead of avoiding it, instead of getting stuck in it and like unable to move, they're, they're fluid in it. They're flowing in it. And so that's part of what I offer. You know. And that's part of, in many ways, what you offer in your approach to teaching this business immersion is how to flow with the things that come up and not get stuck or running your wheels forever. This efficiency of, of how you can be when you have that flow inward and there's so many different ways to create it but that's part of what I've done when inside my body with the somatic work and it's part of what I offer right and and it's this somatic experience <laughs> it's being in the somatic experience rather than unconscious to it right i love that i love the mirroring of
0: like oh i'm somatic i somatic <laughs> Hey there, Visionary Leader. If you're resonating with this message, I'd like to invite you into your next level life and business. Enrollment has begun for the Conscious Creative Business Immersion. This is my signature group container to help you design an offer so delicious, so juicy, so based on your soul gifts that you are thrilled to invite your soulmate clients inside of it. I'm going to teach you how to promote this offer with a ton of heart and to sell out this offer with ease to meet your revenue goals. I would love to have you inside if you are a visionary leader who knows that they are great at what they do. You'd like to collapse the timeline on how long it takes to reach consistent income with an offer that you truly love. Go to the link in the show notes to apply for the Conscious Creative Business Immersion. I will be sitting with your application individually and I will send an email to let you know if you've been accepted in a few days after application. Thank you for trusting me with your vision and I can't wait to see what we co-create. The other woman we spoke to earlier, Kyra, like it's, it, this is an indicator, like semantics is on the rise and like, we got to understand it really. And so you also have such a great, um, like teacher presence. Like that's the combination. Some people come to me and like, I don't have a coaching certification. And I'm like, good. And neither do I actually, (laughs) and it's like, you and I were yoga teachers. You're a natural teacher and you are also somebody can show somebody how to live it in their own life. So I think coaching is great. Asking the right questions are great. Like having a coaching certification is amazing, but like we can create programs and create change, not just as coaches, (laughs) like as people embodied in the work that we came here to do. And I love calling myself a coach because actually it was my first, I was a cheerleading coach to kids. And like, that was a body experience and like a Psychology experience of like, hey, kids, <laughs> like, here's how you live a better life. As we're like, rah, 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 you know, like, it's so powerful living this holistic life. Right? And I just wanted to like commend you for like, oh, the the work that you're doing with your clients and helping people and just rising, because it's not easy. Like, we, we as people helping other people to rise must look at our own blocks and be in those uncomfortable. <laughs> Feelings in situations, and that's why we're all here together, and we, why we create these containers for each other, so why don't you tell people like how they can reach out to you? I left your link to your
1: podcast, but anything
0: else you want to tell them anything you got going on
1: I have I have one spot left for my extremely like it's it's an extreme deal. I don't do this very often, but I had two spots one of them's already taken open for three one-to-one coaching sessions with me over a three-week period. It's normally $1,200 for that kind of package. And right now there's one lucky person who can get it for $350. I decided to have like, you know, cause my prices are fairly high. I wanted people that, you know, didn't have like maybe they're struggling financially right now to have a way to work with me. So I created this very, you know, limited offer. So anybody who's out there who's listening and has pain in their body has, you know, maybe disconnection from their body from some kind of injury or some kind of trauma and they're ready to step into their body in a powerful way. You can reach out to me about this one spot that's left. It's going to go quick and you can work with me for three to four weeks Um, to start unwinding that and connecting with it and bringing you back into your full power physically in your body. So I'll say that. I'll let you guys know there's one spot left.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Reach out to her. This is so cool because what's coming through now is like accessibility and some people get really stuck in accessibility starting out. And it's like, you cannot, true. I see the overflow of joy in this offer because you are overflowing with abundance, with opportunities with your program doing well and so this accessibility is a gift it's a true gift from the overflow of you and when people start out trying to be like oh i'm heart centered so i got to have a low price and and just like give everything away for free they're they're running this system of like they don't they don't have enough for themselves so they're not giving from a place of overflow and i just notice that difference in how and i hope People that didn't notice that difference can one, like call call her her up and like seeing how like you will, you get to build accessibility into your program, into your offers. Like this uh, offering that you and I are sharing of our overflowing nature is completely free. Our podcasts are free. It's like we are accessible. And so here's what it costs to like actually have me in your corner with you, teaching you, holding you, like... helping you. <laughs>
1: yeah, so yeah. I mean, the, the cost of my program is going to keep rising, right? But I am going to find ways, you know, obviously with like free content or like a membership that's like very, very reasonable in price where you get access to tons of content, right? I'm, I'm thinking of different ways to make it affordable for different, different people. And one of the ways is also, you know, offering these really special <laughs> offers from time to time from my overflow, but also creating like a scholarship for my program program. program, you know, where you get like a discount on the cost of the program for writing an essay, for sharing your story, you know, for showing that you're ready to do this work and you have something that's in the way that maybe is like a real life, you know, thing in the way. So yeah, it's, it's been amazing. If uh, you follow me on Instagram, I share a lot there. Uh, I will be posting about my podcast every week, there's going to be a new episode. Sometimes it's me just telling a story. That's the episode that's out right now. And then sometimes it's me with a guest. Um, and I've had some really amazing, really powerful guests that I'm so excited to share, um, with everyone. And, uh, yeah. So, so cool. To me wow. if you're interested in uh, in, in learning more about what I'm up to. <sighs>
0: Ah, I love that so much. So the final question before we close is what would you tell somebody on the edge of maybe quitting their nine to five or like finding that plan where they can transition from like a caregiver role or something not fulfilling to fully going all in on themselves
1: and sharing their gifts with the world? Yes, so it's a fine balance and it's individual for each person between taking a risk, right? and also being like smart about it. Right. So obviously like we've all had those moments where we're just like, I'm just going to quit my job tomorrow and I'm just going to like do this other thing. Right. But maybe that's not like the best idea. Sometimes if you have bills to pay, if you have a kid, you know, right. So it's not like either, or it's like, probably find a way to do both. Can you, okay. You don't have, the full amount to spend on this program. Like I didn't at the time that I signed up for your program, like I put it on a credit card, but the truth is that within the first month of the program, I made back my investment plus some, right? So it, it was a risk that was actually like pretty smart. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And I didn't quit my job right away. I waited until, you know, I had kind of proved that this worked and then I reduced my hours and then I eventually have quit the other caregiving job to do this full time, but it was a process and it was a process individual to me. So I would say, yes, it's a, it's a risk. Take your time with it. Don't, don't feel like hasty and rushed about it, but take the risk, like take it in a way that feels good to you in a way that feels manageable to you, but it's always going to be a little risky. It's always going to feel a little scary or very scary. It felt very scary for me, you know, but you have, to, you have to take a leap outside your comfort zone in order to make changes, like big changes in your world. Because I was way too comfortable driving around picking up McDonald's and cigarettes. It was too comfortable. <laughs> I mean, deep down, it was very uncomfortable. But on the surface level, like, yeah, anybody can do that. It's not a hard job, right? It doesn't require that I expose my soul or that I put like a chunk of money down to like invest in myself, right?
0: Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. As a person who has taken like wild risks, I need this message to kind of balance out mine. I'm like, whatever. I'll live in a tent, but I also don't have children. Like my cats enjoy the outdoors. Like I'd be fine, but I'm like, I'm just going to put all my savings into myself.
1: Maybe that's the appropriate thing for you to do. Like you said, you don't have those other things. So like somebody else out there, like that actually might feel like the best risk taking change to them. You know, like I'm not saying everybody has to be like doing it my way. They do it their way, but find Mm -hmm. that way that feels like it's scary, you know, but it's like, you can do this, like find that way that says like, okay, I'm, I'm creating a plan that feels good to me for how I'm going to do this thing. Take this risk. Maybe that's saying I'm going to live in a tent. Maybe that's saying I'm not going to quit my job completely yet. I'm going to, you know, put this on a credit card like I did, or whatever, and like really put my heart and soul into it while I still do this other thing a little bit longer, right? And then
0: I went back to waitressing, and I'll tell you too. Like I went back to waitressing the first when I first wanted to put out my first course, and I'm like sitting there with a master's degree, and I'm like, uh, like waitressing. <laughs> But this time I had made it like, these are my investors. This waitress and job is my investor. And I received you know work for three months and then went back on the road with my new course. And and that course is not available anymore, but it was the stepping stone to the next thing, to the next thing. So I help people create a signature program, but you can already see like with Amy, her signature program led to this idea, let me create a whole school. And now she's overflowing with her coaching with her classes and so she you get to develop that school while your current program is the investor in that and it's like we get to grow we get to rise and wherever you are wherever anybody is like take a look at your nervous system is it set up to handle being living in a tent or are you like I did not start off living in this mansion like even when I was coaching Amy I was in a studio like and then before that my first course I lived in a van like Wherever you are, you can do this. It will take if you don't have a lot of money, what do you have to invest? Then you, then your time and your presence and getting support. I know people who are reaching out to investors, like just because we're women in uh bathing suits or like what would a man what would a man do? He would walk into the bank and he would say, I have a business idea. May I have my investment, please? <laughs> so y'all get to be you get to be bold like that and treat your business like a real business because it's going to take investment, whether it's money, time, or energy and most likely all three.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's the truth. That's like the reality. And when you can really get in touch with that and then make like a plan for yourself that involves the reality of, of starting a business, which there's always going to be some risk, you know, but that's also true of like following your dreams. It's always going to be, kind of risky to do that versus just do what everybody else is doing or what you already know. Right.
0: And I just want to say before we go, like, is it worth the risk of driving around McDonald's and (laughs) picking up cigarettes? Is it worth the risk of like diminishing your soul, staying in this kind of job that's like comfortable or okay. But I mean, my jobs are always great. That's why I never, I was a psychotherapist. I worked for my yoga teacher, but I wasn't fulfilled because my design is to work for myself. My design is to wake up and do whatever I want. I need to have that uh, fulfilled. That is what fulfills me. My creative ideas live in the world and there's no uh, gatekeeper. There's no one I'm asking, is this good? I got my coach helping me with some things and my mindset and like strategy and things, but like, I'm not asking her if it's good. I'm getting like, I'm like, have somebody to tell my secrets to. And it's like, of course, it's nice. And she's like, this is awesome too. Like, and that's how I am with my clients. And I'm sure you are with your clients of like, we get to hold the space, but like who is doing the work? your clients are doing the work. You were doing the work. Like I just like sat back and watched Amy rise with just a little nugget of wisdom. And she's like, cool. Takes it to a whole awakening <laughs> now has her own podcast and, and amazing, amazing life for your children and husband. And
1: ah. yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been really a f- fantastic experience. And like, like you said, fulfilling, like actually like fulfilling because I was even realizing this, like even back when I was teaching yoga, there wasn't, an, you know, I was teaching yoga and I was living in chronic pain, which was like kind of like screwy. Like it kind of messed with me a bit to be like, I'm helping people heal, but like heal thyself, you know, like how am I, you know? So being able to not only make my own hours and kind of do what I want, right, to a degree, I'm a kid, but <laughs> you um, also get to make actual change and heal. In the world, like through the work that you're doing, not only within yourself, but within your clients, like I get to actually get fulfilled by the work actually having this impact that is felt within me, that is felt within my clients. There's this reciprocity to the healing that goes on when I'm really like in my full alignment, which means, you know, like you said, working for yourself, making your own hours, calling the shots, not just accepting whatever price these yoga studios will offer you, but creating your life the way you want to and actually making beautiful, profound change in somebody's life.
0: Wow. That is the perfect way to close. If you want to make profound change in someone's life, it if you're in your own life, reach out to Amy. And I know that you work with people who are leaders too. So it's like, when you don't have pain, you are like able to do your work in the world with much more freedom. <laughs> and if you don't have pain in your, in your thoughts <laughs> and in your mind, it's like, it's all it's all connected. And both of us are here for you. Reach out to Amy, follow her, say hello. Thank you so much, Amy, for being here and for your kitty love and all the kitty transmissions we got today as well. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Thank you for inviting me to be on this. And, you know, everyone, if you're thinking about working with Christina, she's, she's wonderful. I really enjoyed working with her. I I got a lot out of her program, obviously, and I still go in and use the tools that she has in there. Like when I'm like, how do I do this? And I go in and look, I'm like, oh, okay.
0: That's so cool to know. Yeah, you get lifetime access to my, to my, like the online learning portal of it. I'm glad. Thank you for saying that. Like, I wonder, I wonder if people like ever go back. It, it's cool. You want to, if you don't need to, that's awesome. That's cool.
1: I'm kind of nerdy like that. I'm like, I like having my. I'm you know, student. You yeah. check- <laughs> Me too. I, yeah.
0: i yeah. I like, I like the re going over lessons. It, it's so fun. <laughs> Amazing. The school of life. <laughs> Amazing, Amy. Okay, I'll see you so soon. Thanks for being here. Bye.